is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. I'm ready though. It's recording. What, what was all that stuff you were talking about when it comes to Neon Sanders? Neon Sanders. Neon. <laughs> so what what are we up here for? Terrence? What are we up here for? We up here to discuss the evolution and progress of one the black quarterback. A black the black quarterback, the success of Deion Sanders. No, let's just call it the prime effect. Let's call it the prime effect. That's what we'll call it. Hmm. <laughs> the prime yeah. effect. So, black quarterbacks. Hmm. <laughs> Where would they get these quarterbacks from, though? That's a very good question. Uh, you you asked. Uh, these quarterbacks actually came from an HBCU. Very talented HBCU, as a matter of fact, Jackson State. Oh no no no! I ain't, I ain't talking about a particular person. I'm just talking about in general. You saying the lack of black quarterbacks? What what? Where are they coming from? Where does your average quarterback come from? Average quarterback. What you typically see is you see a white male quarterback. You rarely ever see an African American male quarterback. There's a diamond in the rough every now and then. Neo, you know, you got your Pat Mahomes, you know, Pat Mahomes guys. You got the ones that tend to pass, the ones who are acceptable, non threatening. I'm saying I don't really give a fuck about no black quarterback myself, though. I mean, not like I don't care about them. I'm just saying, like, is that really a cause to rally behind? That would explain. That would explain everything. I don't think you really answered the question, though. He didn't. First of all, can you please explain? Point of order. What are you talking about? Where did the black quarterback come by, come from? What are so, you saying? Hey, I didn't say black quarterbacks. I'm talking about the position itself. The position of quarterback it comes from no, not, not not like where it was founded. In other words, because you you talked about in the past about your D one schools and stuff, right? Because that's where the pool is going to come from most of the time, right? So your issue is really with college football. All right, give me a second. Make sure I can uh, make, sure I can, <laughs> make sure you can hear me clearly. Got him stumped. <laughs> make sure you can hear me clearly. Because hold, hold on a second. It's just really loud and noisy in here. Say that again. Nah, man. You know, repeat, that, repeat that again. Where did the, Where did the quarterback come from? It, start, it starts at Pop Warner level, man. It starts at Pop Warner level. It starts at your peewee leagues. It starts at middle school, high school, college. Is that what you're asking me? No, that's not where it starts at. For the where does it start? Where does it start? NFL level? I'm saying, where does the NFL search for its top? Where does the NFL for search for top? Yes. You, you know where I'm going. That's why you, you divert, man. <laughs> Side tracking, side stepping, man, you dodging it. Where where do they start? I don't where does your typical NFL quarterback come from? What type of school does your typical NFL quarterback come from? Oh, I mean, 
I mean, you're talking about your Power Five school. You're talking about your Clemson, your Alabamas. You're talking about your your top tier high major schools, Division One schools. Okay. So your issue is really with them. My issue is not with them. My issue is with us being underserved. That's the problem I have. There was actually an analyst that said that black quarterbacks aren't smart enough to do the job. That's the issue I have. So when you have somebody that's coming in and breaking barriers and proving that we can not only do the job, but we're a little colorful when we do it. We actually like to show off a little bit. We like to remind you and put it in your face. I don't have a problem with that. Because if not only did we kick the door in, we broke the door off the hinges. And that's the thing. I, I love that part about it. And they're winning. And they're winning. So so let me get this straight. Would you rather be would you rather be like Cam Newton, who who just fades off into oblivion? Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Wayne. Go ahead, Wayne. No, I was just like, I, I don't look at a game and and be like, dang, I wish that quarterback was black. I mean, that's just me. I, I I don't do that. I mean, it's the way I look at it, hell, everybody else might be black. And on top of that, I'm kind of curious, what kind of literature are you reading that the topic of discussion is the – inadequacy of the black athlete like where are you receiving that propaganda because that that never will come across any literature i pick up you said where am i reading this propaganda yeah <laughs> so so what's the most highly coveted position of any sport basketball would be the point guard position baseball would be the pitcher football would be the quarterback that's the position generally is the most cerebral and that's considered the leader of the team that position ordinarily has been held. Basketball is just nothing they can do about it. Baseball, white pitchers pre predominantly. Football, predominantly black, I mean, white quarterbacks. So they have proven in their mind that we're not able to hold that position. So you have Shadour Sanders. How many people are talking about him right now? And all the records that he broke? A lot of people. Everybody all talking about him. Is he, should, should he be in the conversation for the Heisman right now already after two games? Yeah. I I totally agree. Let's see if he gets it. Um, if he don't get it, well, we'll see. That's that remains to be seen. But the I, I think the tide has has already changed when it comes to um the 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 race of the quarterback that um, teams are, are seeking because there are a lot of black uh, quarterbacks um, that are in college right now. And, you know, there are a few in the NFL. Everybody wants a, a, a quarterback nowadays that can throw and run the ball. Not saying that all black quarterbacks know how to run the ball or have to run the ball, but <clears throat> they have what you, what you mentioned, you know, they, they, they're cerebral plus they're athletic. So a lot of um, schools and professional teams are, are 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 seeking those type of players, and they just happen to be black. So I think the tide has has turned on that. And my issue ain't with um, Deion Neon Sanders' son. I, I think <laughs> he, I think he's fantastic. Um, he's a kid, he, and and I mean. Yeah, he should be in the Heisman conversation because he has put on a show in the, in, in these first two games. Um, and I don't, I ain't said anything uh, negative about him 
my thing, my issue is with um, Deion Sanders. What's your issue with Deion Sanders? Well, not well, let me let me let me rephrase that. Not necessarily with Deion Sanders. It's with the uh, fans. People. What's like, the issue with the fans? Um, <clears throat> Dion is gonna be Dion. He's always been Dion Sanders. He's always looked after himself. He's always been uh, prime time. You know, he he shines. The spotlight is on him all the time. He is. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna get his money, no matter what. Um, <laughs> must be the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make a freaking song about it. Must be the money. Um, so. So my issue is with the fans that 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 buy this um, facade that he puts up. Buy, they buy into it, and then when someone points it out, they're automatically uh, called haters. When yeah, pointed out. Batman. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. Like, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't even. That ain't even the issue. The issue ain't ain't got nothing to do with race. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's secondary to 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 the main issue for me. But <clears throat> what's the main issue for you? Well, when we point out that he's like a snake oil salesman who, who <laughs> like he went into uh, what, what was it, Jackson State University and said, you know, I mean, he had he was preaching and um, saying that he was gonna turn things around. I mean, like they they, they did, you know, have a good record when he was there and everything. Um, he he made people believe that he was gonna stay for a significant amount of time. But he left as on the first thing smoking is what I'm saying. And when someone points that out, uh, you want to call them haters. But people point it out because it's like he he duped people into thinking mm-hmm. he was gonna stay there. And he didn't he didn't stay. I'm not saying like there's something wrong with him leaving, but don't front right. that, like you know. You all about the community and you all about these kids and everything, yeah. knowing that you just all about the money and, and and the publicity and stuff. So that's the issue. Well, see, well, see, this is the thing. This is interesting. You pointed that out. So this is the concern I have with all of that. Why is it in our community as black people, we want to hold people to a certain standard that we ourselves would not live to? For example, he was making $300,000 a year at Jackson State. OK, great money. But he was also spending his own money and resources to help build the program up. Okay. When he built the program up and he told them all he was going to do was win. And he did that. They won SWAT. They proved that they could win it. So from there, he moved on to a better opportunity. Tell me this. Was he supposed to stay? Was he supposed to stay? They offered him a $28 million opportunity to go take a program that was a losing, losing school. One in 11. And he turned it around in two games. He's already one game ahead of what they completely what they won last year. So who does he? So yeah, so exactly. So they won their first two games. They're only. I've already eaten. Okay. Yeah, I was finished. No, no, I'm good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh yeah. So what I was saying was he's already proven that he can win at one location and then move to another. I guess my thing is, how long was he supposed to stay? They 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 robbed. They stole his cell phone. They went in his office and took things from the, from his uh his co- the coach's office. They stole from his son. They robbed the players. What that was else? after. That was when he was getting ready to leave. So my question is, right. 
What? But what? It, this is, so why should he stay in those unfair conditions? No, I'm saying, but that happened after it was known he was leaving. All right. So here's the other question: What did he do on his way out? He took care of the guys. Twenty-four of the guys into the pool, the, the trade, the trade pool, the portal. That's another he, thing. He took eighty-six of his players with him. Come on, man! Like, what more? So what is trying to do? He robbed the school of his of his athletic team. <laughs> exactly. So that's, so, so that's how you see it. That's what he did. No, he he positioned them. He, he put them in a better position. Okay, but did they originally sign up to go to Colorado? Were they originally dra- uh, uh, given scholarships to Colorado? No, they were signed up for Jackson. They wanted to go to Jackson. They went to Jackson. And then here come the Pied Piper telling him, <laughs> hey, I can take you to milk and honey with me. And they just went along with it. So answer this question. He left, what? hold on. Left the school. He left us. My thing with it is, it's kind of like what Mark is saying. Dion Neon has always been about self, and now that he's on this platform, a lot of black people are looking at him like some kind of role model. That what what role model is selfishness? Like how was that? He's definitely a role model. He's definitely a role model. In what way? He's definitely a role model. Just because he wins? No, it's because he has a mentality of motivation and pushing people to being the best self. And not only that, he's proving it. He's not just talking about He's only doing that for his men. That's what I'm he's saying. Winning. He's only doing that for himself. Because, like, when you look, when you look at his track record of coaching, mm-hmm. right? Right. He tra- coached at one school for a year and left, another school for a year and left, another school for two years and left. I mean, he's just all about himself. And if you're in a position to be a coach, the model of do what's best for you is kind of an oxymoron. Do what's best for you. He's consulting them on the decision-making. They could have stayed. They could have made their own decision. But what he did for them is he actually helped them level up to the next level. So he was a role model for those kids, but that that money <clears throat> that 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 would be generated from their athletic department, their football team, and all that stuff, and and the talent was taken away. It went away, and they they just they followed in, in his footsteps. So so tell me this: Who do you think, if you were to ask them, what do you think the students' perception of with Deion Sanders? What do you think Jackson State's perception of him is? What do you think the Jackson athletic State. department? What do you think each one of those players feel about him? They look at him like a father figure. They look at him like a role model. They look at him like a mentor. Come on now. Left behind. Huh? He ain't take everybody. <laughs> so the ones he left behind is like, man, I love Dion. I love <laughs> No. No, I love our team. My team even better now. Now that all the talent gone, now they got to start back over again. Probably I was third. I was third string, but I'm starting now thanks to Dion. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's a good thing for some people, right? Right? Yeah, it can. It could be. Could be. So I guess your your biggest issue is not with Dion. It's with the fans, right? Pretty really, yeah, yeah. Because like when when someone has um, an opinion on it, because it doesn't match what someone like your opinion is 
um, it's it's labeled as hating, and it's and it's not. We're just pointing out like exactly what what happened. Like he he acted like he was gonna be there for the for the for the long haul. Like he was gonna help turn around the perception of um, HBCU athletics, especially when it comes to um, these players getting drafted into these professional leagues. So he. He made it seem like he was there for the in it for the long haul to help turn that perception around, and he wasn't. So, so I'll admit, if he gave anybody the impression that he was there longer than the best opportunity was coming his way next, then that was wrong. But I will tell you this: it's all about what have you done for me lately. So, with this recruiting process, and I'm learning this from my own son. Part of the process, coaches look for what they need at that moment, like right then. A lot of these coaches, they need to win. Their job is on the line. Like right now, they want to win today. Yeah. So you, you have to go into that knowing like, okay, he's going to do what's best for him and he's going to do what's best for the program. And so his that might not – that... Say what now? His job went on the line. He won at Jackson State. So that's perfect. So let me ask you this. what When is your stock its highest? Your stock is your highest at its highest peak when you're when you're on top. So he was winning. That's the best time to leave. Yeah, it, it, yes, it is. But we're talking about trying, well, he was talking about, and what a lot of other people would love to see is, uh, you know, more players being drafted out of these HBCUs. And he made it seem like he was going to play a huge part in helping that along and going into it. Like, I ain't no coach. I don't even watch college football like that. But I know that it's going to take some time and, you know, some well-known people like Deion Sanders and others to help turn that perception around. And he he didn't, you know, he just didn't stay long enough to even get the ball rolling on that because only one, I think only one player, one uh, uh, kid from HBCU got drafted in, in um, 2023. From Jackson State, yeah. In the third, in the fifth round, yeah, and and so, yeah, go ahead. If the message, like like you saying, so if the message is, hey, we got talent too. Swag got talent, mm-hmm. right? That's that's kind of the sales pitch that he he put out there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is the swag. We we got we 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 just as much of a force here as anybody else as you know, um, any other conference or whatever, right? But then. He leaves and goes to another conference and takes all the be- the the good players. I mean, I'm assuming they were the best ones on the team, or else why would he take them to another area just for the sake of how's that same message being coming across? I don't get that. And not and look, and not just another team to uh uh PWI, predominantly white yeah. institution. Like, so it's 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 he went back to playing that that same game that's been played for for decades for, for the beginning of since the beginning of time when it comes to uh, drafting players out of college. Like they they look at the big white schools, um, the big white schools go after the 
most talented uh, players from high school, and they end up getting them because they got the money and the resources that that are um, attractive to a lot of people, and the um, publicity and the, you know it increases your chances of being drafted into a professional league. So, but anyway, he just went back to playing that same game that we were yeah. trying. That, that that he said that he was going to try to um, change mm-hmm. in favor of HBCUs. He just didn't. He ain't stay long enough. I just hey, don't like, hey, hey, the black athletes are, are just as good as the white athletes or whatever, whatever. But then went and whitewashed the black athletes. Exactly. So <laughs> to give, you know what I'm saying, to get them notice, like right, you, you still. They still whitewashed. They still going to a PWI. Yeah. And all the money and the resources and attention and everything going to a school that already got money and resources. Right. Fuck Deion Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I would have had that same um, I would have criticized a, a white coach the same way I, I, I criticize him. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. watch college. I don't watch college or nothing like that. But you know, if if I heard about a coach, <clears throat> let's just say I'm trying to think of a former player. Um Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he said he's gonna coach um some 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 small college uh team or something like that. And he, you know. And he acted like he was going to stay and, you know, get this team on track and they were going to be, you know, competing with the big boys. Um, and then he leave as soon as, you know, the next opportunity to come along. I'll be like, yo, Tom made it seem like he was going to stay and help this this school build it, build his reputation. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, you know, professional drafting um, kids or whatever. But he left on the first thing smoking and went to um, Florida State. Or some shit like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's that's. I would have criticized him the same fucking way. And then with me, my thing is is more so of his role. Mm-hmm. Now, if he was a player, move how you want to move. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, you the coach. <laughs> That's the only like you the coach. Your your job is to get these young men to understand the importance of teamwork and how their part affects everybody else. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna be effective in doing that if your mindset is do what's best for you? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm I care about my stats. Mm-hmm. I'm, Damn about nobody else. That's like the quarterback. Just I want to get the most rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So the ball, they just run every fucking play. Mm-hmm. At some point, the coach need to be like, "Hey, man, you supposed to be throwing that fucking ball too. You got, you got yeah. more play running. Mm-hmm. It ain't about you." But that's kind of to me. That's the that's what he's presenting. Yeah, advantage of of of. Take advantage of of people giving you opportunity. Because when we look, when I look at his previous coaching record, honestly, he didn't have the credentials to even coach at Jackson State, other than being a pro player. Yeah. Like he went from coaching high schools and pop warners to coaching Jackson State. <laughs> I 
I mean, I know he's Deion Sanders, but I'm saying like anybody else with that same resume, if they would have changed the name, they'd be like, mm, pass. Mm -hmm. You go there for one year, pass. Yeah, yeah. And that's, he just has, it's the same mentality. It's, it's what you just said. Like if if he was a player, still a player, yeah, that's all good, you know. You won't get your money. You go. He just has the same mentality that he had when he was playing, switching teams and all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As a player, he ain't give a fuck how well the kicker did as long as he got his yards. Yeah. As long as he got to be able to do his little dance in the end zone and shit. The fucking shuffle. Exactly. And ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the problem for me comes in whenever you when you when you piss on me, you tell me it's 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 fucking rain. Yeah. Like don't 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 that's why that coach was like um, you ain't yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. come try to damn dap me up and half hug me just for the cameras and stuff like yeah, man, you let's just keep it. Oh, when you put, like, yeah. On the, uh, yeah. On the yeah. yeah, it was like let's just keep it. The mannerisms, the uh, the body language was saying like you know they but they shook hands, but then Dion was trying to you know pull him in for half hug or whatever, and he was like, you know, let's just keep it business. I mean, I'm I, I yeah, doing the shit for the camera. Yeah, that shit. Because I bet everyone, I guarantee, if we looked it up. Every other coach and swag probably been in that at their school for at least five years. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Unless they just started. You get what I'm saying? Yep. You about to look it up? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, who are the top coaches in swag? Let's see. Alonzo Hampton. All these pop ups. <laughs> uh, and don't say when they came. Not had a winning season since 2006. This, one, this dude been with the, um, he been with them longer than 2006. Um, has not had a winning season since 2000. I wish I could see like how long they've been there. Mm -hmm. You keep talking, man. Because, yeah, I'm looking now like Sanders' coach record. One year at one school, one year at the next school. Mm -hmm. he, he did three years as an offensive coordinator. He wanted to coach. Mm -hmm. And then he went straight to being a head coach at Jackson State. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. That resume ain't shit. <laughs> and the other schools weren't even college level. Yeah. So you were the coach at the Prime Academy for one year, AAA Academy for one year, another high school as the offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. and then Jackson State head coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's what dude said he won't sweat. Like, you ain't here for the right reasons, bro. Yeah. We trying to help. We giving these young black men a platform to be successful, possibly get, you know, some some 
some attention, engage in a in an activity they love while getting the education. That's why we here. Mm-hmm. You here is another checkbox on your resume yeah. so that you can put the ladder for your own personal game. That's the problem I got. Yeah. Yeah. And then like these, these the same coaches that you were just talking about that day, their train of thought was probably still like, you know, along the same lines, like we know these players probably more than likely won't make it to the league. But we trying to instill, we trying to, we trying to instill like life lessons in them and coach them up and 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 you know give them some 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 knowledge and wisdom and all that other kind of stuff. Um, but you come in here selling these dreams. I mean, ain't yeah. no wrong with dreaming, but like these are kids. So you gotta, you know, stick to your word a little bit. Yeah. You know, like we're talking about 18, 19 year olds. Yeah. 20. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like, you know, most time, what I've noticed at an HBCU, like, everybody that I knew that was on a football team, when they graduated, they they had, like, some serious degrees going on. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It won't just, like, like, I, I just have a feeling, like, at these bigger schools, like, their their dream job is is either NFL or to be a, a high school coach, yeah. a gym teacher. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like they don't. It's it's probably rare that they got a business major because they're not there for that part. They only there for the league. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to a if you go to fucking HBCU, you know, you know for a fact. The chances of you making it in the NFL are small because you're not even getting that much exposure. Mm-hmm. Your games ain't even televised like that. They definitely ain't televised nationally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're already going with the mindset of I'm playing this sport to pay for my education. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a, 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 a Colorado or Notre Dame or uh, a Texas A&M or Alabama, your mindset is, I got to do this so I can make it to the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know, man, like to, to, to change that perception and to get more, that's the word that I was looking for for a long time. You said exposure to get get these schools more, these small HBCUs more exposure. Like it's gonna take some some time. So you have to put some hang on years in or something, you know. So all the preaching, you know, and and talking about God and all this other kind of stuff, and 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 making it seem like you you know you care about these kids and everything. You could. You ain't, you ain't gotta say all that. Just 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 be a coach. You ain't gotta say if 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 you just gonna be using them as stepping stones, don't don't be oh no, I just don't like that. Don't piss on motherfuckers and tell them it's rain. Mm. Just just be just, just be be truthful, more truthful. You ain't gotta be all out, you know, bury your heart on your sleeve, but damn. You know what I guarantee? What I guarantee if he got an opportunity. To coach in the NFL next season, he out. Yeah, yeah, he out. He out. He out. Leave his son and everything. Mm-hmm. 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 
You be out. Gone. Get an opportunity. Be like, yeah, we want you to be the coach of the Giants. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are like, huh? yeah. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't making, so they can't break me. <laughs> that dude, man. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. It's like, I'm saying, snake oil salesman, man. It's kind of make my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. People just be eating it up. They just, they just love it, man. Especially when they start talking about God and everything, you know. They love so I, I, I wanted to ask when Terrence is on here. It's obvious that people like Neon and those who like him, right? Mm-hmm. Best word that he would probably agree with is they are opportunists. Opportunist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference really between an opportunist and a scammer? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Dion definitely scammed fucking Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Sold him a good dream. Yep. And another thing, another thing, I like. It's like. Terrence, he don't, he didn't, he don't see what we, he still don't see where we coming from. He think we just don't like all the flash and the and the the bragging and you know the money and all that other kind of stuff. It's not necessarily that because, I mean, I I like Cam Newton when he was playing, you know, celebrating touchdowns and dabbing on mm-hmm. and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew. You know when 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 so when when people criticized them, I I understood where they were coming from. Like a lot of motherfuckers didn't like all the celebrations. A lot of motherfuckers didn't like, um, you know, him saying something about being a black quarterback and then trying to backtrack on that statement. Like they they saw mm-hmm. like weakness and stuff and 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 the 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 shit that happened in the Super Bowl. People thought that he didn't jump on the fumble or whatever. Damn, we got less than a minute. I what I'm saying is. I can understand the criticisms, but motherfuckers like Terrence just overlook them or ignore the criticisms and don't try to understand it. Well, cut off, all I'm going to say is if you ain't planning, you ain't scamming. Shout out to (laughs) 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 you. Yeah, yeah. Next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, have a good night, bro. All right, take it easy, bro. All right. All right.